I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Welcome. So great to connect with all of you. Happy Wednesday. Oh, hello in the chat. Great to connect with you in the chat. Always love to see you. Um, get in the chat, you guys. Register with BTR. Get in the chat. A lot of great information, insights, and a lot of love in the chat. They are my co-pilots and um, also my sound engineers. So uh, if you want to get in the chat, just register with Blog Talk Radio. Just do a little mini profile, and you will get in. Um, they also let me know how the sound is. So that's um, greatly appreciated. Couldn't do this show without without all of you. Um, if you did want to call in, that number is 347-539-5122 and press 1 on your keyboard. That's 347-539-5122. Get you in the chat room. Okay. If you have a question, a comment, or a reading, and we'll be going to until our second half of the program when we have our awakened guest coming on for a nice awakening dialogue. Deborah Silverman, astrologer, author, and psychologist will be joining us, so you might want to stick around for that as well. All right, everyone, before I dive in with what I was getting the channel messages, and then I'll get into questions, comments, or if anyone wants a reading, um, 347-539-5122, press 1 on your keypad, I'll be getting to you. Um, want to let people know, I got emails um, actually Friday, um, yesterday, and today about my tarot uh, course. Yes, I am doing another series. This one is on tarot and numerology. Um, if you're on Instagram, you can just go to my um, links, you know, my flow code links. It has a lot of different links. And go to Union Courses and classes. So I'm doing them through union.fit. You can also go to union.fit or you can go to my website, soulplayground.life and go to courses and events and click on the tarot. Uh, There's two links. There's a general link and there's a link for the tarot. And we go for seven sessions. Um, We meet every two weeks. It's fun. People are reading tarot, really loving it. I guess most of the people asked to, that they wanted to continue on, so I am um, doing that. But you can jump in. If you can't make it live, it's videotaped, so you will get the recordings and you will get all the growth work um, in between. And then sometimes I do supplemental uh, videos in between, depending on what we're learning, what we're going through. So that's coming back. And um, also... My mic just went. Let's see. 
Okay, hope you can hear me now. Um, also, I had requests to continue with my um, accessing your psychic ability and opening to channel. Um, like I say, people are channeling on in, on the first because it's a vibrational frequency. Once you understand that and you connect to your own access point, everyone has an access point through the upper chakras that you open to channel. So. That is continuing to. That'll be starting May this May May twenty second. My tarot starts May fifteenth. Uh, so that will be going on. And again, all all my classes are recorded. Um, they always have been, even pre COVID. Um, so because a lot of people, I you know, I have clients all over the world. So a lot of people that live outside the United States and especially in um, Europe and Asia the time doesn't work for them, the time difference. So a lot of, t- a lot of people in Australia, quite a few people that um, study with me in Australia, in New Zealand, some like to get up early, some do not. <laughs> I hear it. I, you know, I think it's like 7 or 6 a.m. when I do my courses. I do it 1 p.m. Pacific time. So um, they always get the videos or the recordings, and I always hear great, you know, feedback that they were able to, you know, do the work and they felt like they were part of the group. Um, so I always do meditations before my classes and workshops, so I'm including everyone on the etheric plane. So whether you're there in person or not live, you're still part of that, part of the group. And a lot of groups we do an invocation to include everybody that is part of it, so we connect in etherically. So I think that's it. Um, connect with me on YouTube. I'd love to have you over in my YouTube community. I've uploaded um, the May Energies Pick a Card and also this week, and there will be a Pick a Card. Um, I think it goes live around 6 p.m. Pacific time today on what doors are opening for you. So I really – there's a theme, and you probably heard it in my last, um, you know, last, you know, podcast that there's a lot of opportunity opening up. There's a lot that's opening up. There's a lot of, yes, uncertainty and to some degree, you know, it's an interesting energy pattern because there's a lot of chaos and uncertainty. And then there's also this, which is very Uranian, if we look at astrologically, very much like Uranus. But then there is this kind of slow, stagnant, steady, step-by-step, process-orientated, you know, energy of Saturn, and, and that's very much the Aquarian age. And so you really have to learn how to navigate through those, the portals, the openings that happen. Um, a lot of meditation, a lot of prayer, a lot of tuning in, <laughs> a lot of pause. Um, oh, I forgot, Patreon. Join me on my Patreon community. I was just going to say I sent a video on the energies and, you know, what is being required in this kind of pausing and planning and preparation. And this is why I love reading energy patterns in multiple ways because once you understand the pattern and your individual pattern, that's what we're going to also talk about in my numerology and tarot course that's um, coming up on the 15th of May. Um, because once you understand your pattern, what the individual pattern you are in and how it interfaces with the collective pattern, then you can more easily navigate not only what's happening around you, to you, through you, as you, 
um, but your dreams, your goals, your desires, or whatever you're going through. I mean, you can tell if something's a learning lesson relationship and it has an expiration date. If something's going to be, you know, uh, more more forever in your mind, whatever that is, forever right now, or or what is what brings you. Even with numerology, you can see what brings two people together or a situation. And so the ancients knew this. Our teachers, those that came before us, our teachers in body and out of body, the mystics, they left us these maps. They left us these maps in the, in the hope, the dream, and the realization at some point that these maps will be more greatly embraced and used in the mainstream world, the mainstream consciousness. And for now, it's the cultists, the mystics, it's the metaphysicians, it's the spiritualists. It's the astrologer, you know, it's the people that come under that, the tarotists, you know, it, it's, 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 but it is meant as a, as a, as a road, as a roadmap, as a blueprint. Everything is a blueprint. Everything is vibrational. And vibration manifests in a design. Think of sacred geometry. Think of the flower of light. Think of cymatics. I just posted on my Facebook, those of you that connect with me on Facebook, I just posted this amazing um, guy that's doing through vibration and sound is making these amazing geometrical designs. We are a geometrical design. Once we get the hang of that, but geometrical designs can change, but only through vibration. And so when you realize what, what, what you're manifesting, what you're drawing in, what's missing and you can do it by numbers you can do it by tarot if you really understand the tarot by what you what you're getting what cards you're getting or not getting or what the cards are speaking to you or through the I Ching, or through the sacred tradition of the tree of life in the kabbalists uh, so we have all these. We just have to use them more and more consistently. And that's kind of where I come in. I love helping people use the tools and connecting to their innate gifts and using those in the world. That's kind of what I'm about. So, yeah, I've got something in the chat. Um, ooh, Lynn, okay, that's good. Um, good question, Lenny in the chatty. Okay. How it, Lynn is asking, how do you make the best use or take best opportunity of May energy portal? Yeah, we're in that portal of light, uh, a gateway portal of light, May, June. It'll be open for about two months, maybe two and a half. Um, most of it's very interesting because creation has two polarities. So most things happen or intensify within two months' time. You'll notice that. Even if it's a, a, an aspect in astrology that's shorter or longer it doesn't matter there's usually a two-month window even in psychic readings there's usually like a two-month window and you can think of that because again if we're looking at the numerology of it you've got one month or it's polarity one and polarity two coming together you've got the yin and the yang right you've got the masculine and the feminine you've got the magnetic and the electrical so everything operates off of those two poles which then generate into a third pole which is manifested form or creation or some kind of result, action, some kind of byproduct. And then all other numbers come from that. That's why so much in our world right now is based on those binary codes, one and two. But we're breaking that. We're opening up to that. So how to best, 
a little drink of my water here. Plan, prepare, <laughs> pause. Um, there is going to be a lot of activation this, this month. Um, there's a lot of um, initiation, new energy, new beginnings, people coming back around. We're in a 4610 month. I do write about this, by the way, if you want more detailed information on my Soul Playground blog. Every month I do the energies, the, new, the numerology energies I tune into and um, quantum psychic energies as they're coming pre-number and as they're coming in through the number. So you've seen a lot gaining momentum, right? Almost like a storm cloud, right? You probably feel it in your life. Many of you probably feel like you're just going to bust out of the seams, you know, or can't I get something going? Or you have so much on, so much going on. This month or the next two months is really about understanding, pausing enough to understand the energy pattern. But what you have to first do is realize, oh, first of all, it's not going back. Second, or maybe that's or first, first and second, it's changed. Something's changed. You have to pause, deal with the fear around what's changed or how you've changed, and notice how the energy pattern has changed. You will notice, especially because we have a retrograde in Gemini, you're going to notice a lot coming up about beliefs of what you should do or shouldn't do or how you should do something and not do something. I'll give you an example. Early this morning, you know, I had some things that I wanted to do. I actually did my visioning and dream book, and I did a, uh, a meditation, and then I was kind of a little, wanted to get going and do work. So I got out of that and did some, you know, posting and some other work stuff for me. And then I went back into meditation. Then I wanted to go back in meditate and do some other stuff. I wanted to read something, and then I thought, oh, I need to get going. And then I stopped. I paused. And I just looked around, I went, and I heard this voice says, Shell, you work for yourself. <laughs> with spirit, with my team, I, I really, in a way, in this funnel or channel for the spiritual hierarchy. They, they other-dimensionally helped me through so much. But then I realized, look, what time, ta- what, what, what are you listening to? What timetable? And this is me doing what I do. I'm sharing this with you so you guys, how is this happening in your life where you're going, like, in other words, if you have a, let's say you're working remotely from home and you've got a Zoom call at, I don't know, 10 o'clock or something, 10.30, and you're up at 6 and you're like, I got to get going, I got to get going, or you're up at 7 and, but you, you know, you, I don't know, you want to watch some, something on YouTube, you want to watch my video on YouTube, and you're like, I got to get going. And it's like, wait a minute, pause. Do you really have to? So we've had all this training. You know, even those of you that are younger, back it's still influencing you. Back in the day, the post office opened 9 to 5. Offices only 9 to 5 or 10 to 6 or, you know, those, time, those timetables, the Saturn, the Saturnian energy is still embedded within us, just like the archetypal energy. This is, again, why I'm doing my tarot course, tarot and numerology, because we have to extend or expand those archetypal messages, but we have to understand that as a blueprint, we're living out these archetypal lives. That's why we like 
certain things on TV or, or movies. We're watching these archetypes, but we, we can't change them. We can't, in other words, we're never going to get rid of them, but we can update them. But we have to pause, see what's going on, see what the energy is that's moving through us. What, what, what are the messages? What is the programming is another way of looking at it. So, in other words, even on a computer, if you don't know what program isn't working or what's causing the glitch, you have to first find out what's causing the glitch before you can update the program or delete the program. Sometimes the app, sometimes you just delete the app or the app's no longer working, right? How many times do you get, oh, this app is no longer supported, this program is no longer supported, but we keep it. As long as we keep what's not being supported, it zaps our energy, so it has to be updated. It has to be, you know, recalibrated. It has to be, the energy has to be requalified. The only way to requalify energy is through recalibration, through realignment, through attunement, through the subtle energy, through meditative states, trance states, transcendent states that are then followed up cognitively, that are then followed up by action, behavior, inspired action or behavior. So that's one thing to do this month is really look around. You know, in fact, the guides were talking about the shadow, shadow 49, which is a 13-4 for transformation. So we have to look at what have we identified as our security in the past, and is that holding us back? Is what we have identified as a meaning of security holding us back? Is it holding our soul expression back, our soul experience is it limiting us or is it balancing us? Is it causing a true inner stability? Is, there, is it true stability? So everyone's being pushed out of this comfort zone that may not be so comfortable because you feel like you want to move on. You want to move forward. You want to move on from something or move into something. But there's this part that says, well, it's not created yet. Yeah, because we have to create it. That's what people are going to be waking up to the next two to three months. You know, I, people I work with, a lot of people, oh, when is, when is this going to happen? And I go, when we do it, new settlements, when you go to new lands, <clears throat> I've been watching this show on Prime, Amazon. I've been loving it, the Vikings. Unfortunately, I have to fast forward a lot because I do not like, never have, even as a kid, fight scenes, battle scenes, any kind. Punch, people getting punched. Poof, I fast forward. But the story, even the fact of racism, <laughs> come on, people. It's been going on since time. You know, the, the northerners would invade Ireland and Scotland and, and wherever, and they'd make whoever they raided, unfortunately, and killed, they'd make, them, they'd make the people slaves. So the mindset, once everybody realized, hey, Let's get a polarity on this. This is a this is a situation. This is a thing. This is a pattern from invader dominator. That's one way to look at it. Who or what is invading and dominating you? Are there beliefs and ideas that are invading your mindset that aren't you? That aren't like my little invasion this morning of judgment of Michelle. Come on, you got to get going. You got to do this. Well, why do I have to do this? right now when I want to do something else, when my soul, my joy is to do something else? 
and I can do the other thing at 6 o'clock tonight if I want to, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, tomorrow. But we're, we're run by these programs. We're caught, and that's why a lot of people say the matrix. Matrixes are not bad. They're just a design, an energetic design. We're, gonna, we're creating a new matrix, a new design, a new blueprint based more on unification and connection to source energies that we are source energy. Source is experiencing and expressing through us as us, as the blueprint that we are. So there was like a main satellite and there's smaller satellites or satellite stations. We, we could look at it with satellite stations. But we are source. We are creator, creator cells, creator beings. So that's a big thing to wake up to, but it also means we are creating the next level. It happens through us as us. The new paradigm, the new earth people are calling. It does not happen miraculously. Nobody is coming up from the ground or out from the sky or in from the cosmos or in from the parallel universes and going to be, you know, I don't know, with a magic wand or something and creating everything. It's happening through us, our grunt work. It's happening through each and every one of us. That's how the new gets created. So as more and more people are awakening to this, you're going to see this kind of stepping out of the game, stepping off, questioning, question, question this month, question, why am I listening to this? Why am I doing this? How do I really feel about this? But the I from the I am that I am, is this in alignment with what I believe and what I want? Because you're going to see a lot of pressure, especially the new next two, three years, maybe even four years, before things really bust open. Peer pressure, pressure for, I don't care if it's the vaccines, pressure, pressure to do this or that, or, you know, there's just this peer pressure. And any time... There is pressure from an authority figure or someone that takes authority, and that could even be the bully on the, you know, the playground. It's coming from an unnatural control, and there's always another reason. In other words, why does the bully bully? Why do people have peer pressure? It's very interesting. I was very blessed. I did not fall under peer pressure growing up, very, very little. And I have to say, was probably because of my connection, I'm sure it is, to spirit and living more from my higher self. I, I mean, I did things back in the day that I, would, I wanted to do, you know, whether it was trying pot or something or, you know, drugs, I don't know, LSD or something, you know, or I don't know, going skinny dipping somewhere, <laughs> you know, whatever. I wanted to do it. But when people would tell me, you have to do this, or Michelle, you're not cool if you don't do this. You know what I would do? (laughs) No way. Now that they told me that, absolutely not. Didn't work for me. Also, if somebody was being bullied, I would be the first one to step in. You know, like, hey, that's just uncool. You're uncool for doing this. Or how boring that you have to stoop to this level. That's how I talked at like 8, 9, 10, 11. (laughs) You know, um, so that has to be reclaimed in all of us. And it doesn't matter if you were the bully or you were bullied. There's a reason. There's a reason. You need to get beyond the reason, which is your truth, which is what is your personal truth and how can you love yourself more, have self-compassion and therefore compassion for others 
that's going to be a big opener because then you're going to be able to see who or what is trying to manipulate me and why do I want to allow this. There's a much different thing by taking some, doing something consciously because you see the need or you did the research of why something is right or beneficial or, you know, um, of integrity or fits in alignment with you and your values. And it may go along with the mainstream or may go around, along with the group or the spiritual group. See, we're beginning, Lynn, very good question, because we're beginning to see the shadow of the Aquarian age. If you read the shadow of Aquarius, it is cult, cult mentality. It is peer pressure. It is being pressured to do something and ganging up on people. It is the bully. It is, the, it is targeting the scapegoat. Now, that can happen outside of us, but it can also happen within us by our judgment, by us putting ourselves down and having this kind of slave master within us that is some kind of manual or rule book that we've taken on. So, yeah, there needs to be a lot of kind of healing this month, the next two months, and I mean rebalancing, healing of I'm listening to these words you know, I didn't know that I was being driven this way. I didn't know that I was on this hamster wheel this way. Um, I didn't, you know, wh- what, why am I listening to this? It's been passed on, and it's okay. It was part of what we were learning and dealing with in the old paradigm. But we just have to lovingly wake up to it. As we wake up to it, we can see how we're doing it ourselves. Like, I could say, yeah, I stepped in, you know, when people were getting bullied. Even one time, God, somebody put a pencil in my arm because I intervened. I'm a younger brother. Um, and I had the words. I had the wisdom. I had the spiritual know-how. I knew what to say. You know, somebody tried to do that to me um, to let it roll off my back, you know, and just – it still hurt, but I just, you know, I, had, I knew what to say. I knew what to do, how to put that person in their place. But what about the bully within? <laughs> My little inner bully was out this morning, you know, and then I paused and I went, whoa, Michelle, come on. What are you doing here? And then it was about how long I was meditating. And I thought, well, Michelle, you did that. You wrote a whole book on shorter meditations. And your guys were saying it's just a state of consciousness. And then I, boom, aligned into that wonderful divine state of the all that is. And then I was able to connect into the spiritual hierarchy and receive what I'm sharing with you or some of what I'm sharing with you about focusing on the shadow. This is what the shadow is. But it's also within us. It's what we're not aware of. It can also be our gifts. The shadow could be telling you, you want to shine. You, want to, you have a star inside you and around you. You are a star. So it's not only the negative or non-life enhancing that's the shadow. The shadow is what we're not yet aware of or integrating. One of the things the guides did mention to me this morning was the call, the need for more people to step into their gifts in whatever way you can, whether it's volunteering. It doesn't have to be your whole career, but it is time for everyone to shine more. It is time for those things that you want to do to, for you to start doing them. Because as you start doing those things, you're changing the energetic pattern of the matrix. You're creating the new design where it becomes okay to be like this. You know, I had to catch it myself. 
how can I share with all of you or do my courses if I'm not doing my own inner work and catching myself and then doing my five-step emotional clearing process, doing my inner work? I couldn't get to the vibrational frequency to connect in with my guides and the oversouls. God was trying to reach me. Spirit was nudging me. Um, but we can't, we can't do certain things if, we don't, if we're not at a certain vibrational frequency. And I always have known that, and I've talked about that and shared that, but this morning was such an example of that. I could not get into that frequency until I did my inner work and shifted. Then, the, then my frequency shifted, and then things changed. Even my whole morning changed. So I hope that helps you. I hope that gives you some insight and understanding as to what's going on and best ways, you know, uh, to shift right now, but you've got to pause. And you're going to be doing a lot of planning and preparing, but we first all have to pause. We have to access our information from a higher frequency than what we've been living in everyday life in the beta consciousness. Otherwise, the, the new information is not going to be downloaded. All right, let's get to callers, 347-539-5122. Looking forward to reading for you. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Who is this? How are you? I'm doing great. This is Sunray. <gasps> Sunray, hello. Hi, Sunray. How are you? I am well. Oh. I am well. Thank you for asking. Mm. Yeah. So I have uh, prepared something for you to kind of some four points that I need some guidance on. And I'm sure everyone else will resonate. And you kind of already answered my questions as you always do. But um, Mm. I've titled this a re-resonance question. So Mm. a little update on my tarot since we spoke last uh, about going online and thank you so much because I have been going more online, having an online presence and now I'll be taking the streets to build to that uh, online presence this week. (laughs) Wonderful. Um, That's that's, that's what we need. Uh. (laughs) Yes, going out there and just Kind of, I, I live in the city, so uh, so I'm I'm always around a lot of people, um, which is this past couple of weeks I've been receiving a lot of downloads, um, like you've mentioned. And while we've been having our meeting today, I've I I would like to know if you can uh, expand on the akashic records um, because I have had this download to create my own akashic records and to uh, start jotting those down. And then the last thing um, that I wanted to point out as well is that my heart space is been tight. Um, and I was wondering if you had any guidance between the Akashic records that I'm now starting to create for my own being and then the heart space and why maybe it's a little tighter at certain times. Okay, Sunray, perfect. Um, for one thing, and I've, I've shared this, I think, in some of my YouTube videos. I know I've shared it in some of my classes because you're probably seeing people with a lot of heart issues and, and 
perhaps you're going through, many people are going through heart issues. The opposite or complementary sign to Aquarius is Leo, which rules the heart. So there's going to be a lot about listening to your heart, understanding your heart. This is why we have, you know, heart math, I guess, for the last 10, 15 years, doing a lot of, especially the last eight, but a lot of um, research on the heart. We're understanding more about the heart uh, and the brain, but soon it's going to be the gut also got the intuition. You're probably even noticing with people with diet, probiotics, foods, uh, gut health. Um, those are the, 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 the gut, the heart, and the brain are three main receptors, transmitters, um, data collectors, synthesizers. The whole body is all parts of us, but we have these three main areas. So, yes, there is a lot going on with, with the heart and healing from heart, heartache, heartbreak, understanding the heart, connecting to the heart. So some of you may feel contractions, constriction. Some of you, expansion. Some of you may just become more aware of the heart. The heart is speaking to us. Same as the heartland or the heart of the world, the heart of the universe. So there is this call to connect more mm. into the universal heart. So it's affecting us individually. Now, mm. as the Akashic, we all write our own Akashic in a sense. Akashic meaning the soul. So we all contribute to the Akash. The Akash, yes. Um, that's why we put Akashic readings. It's a, it's a soul, yes. It's When you understand the Akash, you understand the energetic blueprint print or energetic matrix of the all that is. But it changes. So it's a record, it's a library, mm. but it's also a field. And it's probably more closer to a digital library. I mean, back in the day, we would see books in it when we do Akashic processes and stuff. But it has books in it. It has everything, but it is amorphous. It's, it's, it, it, it can it contract as little as you want to look at a timeline or expand. So it is our access point into the parallel universes because there are mm. options and opportunities in the Akash. In other words, just like in the you know, parallel opportunities and parallel universes, there's, there's different probabilities that can come through. Now, this is, Sunray, great question, because this is what is so amazing what remains in the Akash is what has the most vibrational frequency. This is why it corresponds to the emotional body, right, our emotions. Like when you have these sticky glue relationships, you know, I can't break up or get rid of this or get rid of this person. I keep, why am I into them? Because there's a connection Akashically, which is connecting you emotionally in the emotional body. Mm-hmm. So when we start mm-hmm. changing the Akash, like you want to do, when there's enough vibrational frequency or complex of vibrational frequencies, it moves into the etheric. It moves out of the Akash into the etheric, and then it manifests into denser physical form. So when we change the emotional body, the emotions, the emotional attachments, and change the Akash, then we change what we begin to experience on the earth plane. Yes. So, yes, right. it's, it's wow, wow, yeah. wow, so powerful. Yeah. So powerful. powerful. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's changing your frequency and and grounding yourself and then also letting those other chakras, the soul, 
soul chakra, the causal chakra, and the like earth star chakra yes. to kind of connect to higher power. Exactly. And that's it. Once we realize we're causal and not, we're both cause and effect, but ultimately we're cause. When we access from the causal point, which is beyond the Akash, because Akash is the, is, it starts with the, the, you know, the blueprint. When we were able to go into the infinite and affect the Akash or the blueprint, we go into causal point. Then we start changing the blueprint. We start changing the Akashic. That's why it's a field. It's a resonant field or complex of wow. like resonating. Yeah. It's, it's, wow. it's, 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 oh it's, it's etheric. It's, it's, yeah, it's etheric. It's, it's, it's the sacred geometry of who we are and how we correspond in the ethereal world. So, yes, as we change the Akash or add to it, it's going to change how we live. So, Sunray, ah! thank okay. you very much. Yes, 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 yes. Call back anytime. We'll connect soon. I will. Yes, I will. love you. Thank we'll you reconnect. for that. Woo! Sunray, yes. thank you. Mm. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Big hug. Blessing. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. This is Michelle? Yes, hi. Oh, hi. This is Melina. Hi, Melina. Welcome. Hi, thank you. This is my first time. Yay. So excited. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you so much for, for I've been listening to you for a long time. Um, yes, my question is um, about love for me and if you see love for me on the horizon. The, mil- the million dollar question. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. We all have, a, it's a good question. It's a good question. So, Melina, yeah. let's see, what's coming up for you relationship-wise? Um, hmm. Okay, I feel like you, okay, you need to open up, open your chakras. I want you to get rid okay. of stuff that you don't need right now and any, anything that's tying you to someone in the past. I feel like there's someone around you. Um, you have a Probably father, my father ex-husband. That, yeah, your ex-husband, yeah, that's him. Okay. If you have a picture, prominently put it away or... Better yet, do a releasing ceremony with him. You know, light a candle, put what you what you learned from him, what you loved, and just release him because he's right there. There's also someone on the other side, father, father figure, uncle, somebody also that's holding yeah, a similar vibration. My dad. Your dad, he's coming through right now. Yeah, oh he's my coming gosh. through. Hey, dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do feel there is somebody right around the corner, but you have to open to it. And so you really have to, I don't know, clean out some closets, move some things around. Um, I'm hearing dress, dress different. There's something that you need to change. You need to go back to pre husband. Okay. Pre husband energy. That makes sense for you. Okay. Um, Hmm. I don't know how that would exactly I know it was a long time ago yeah it's something it's it's young it's young I don't know if it's like 14 15 16 18 17 18 there's something you need to connect with that you lost or it's not lost it got submerged within you 
through that relationship. There's a part of you that you need to reconnect with. And I feel once you do, boom, that, that next life partner is in. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Cause I feel like my ex-husband is, it's like, there's like, I want to let him go. And I, I, I don't, I don't like him. I don't like who he is. No, I know. And we have kids together. So, so we, we deal with each other. Um, but I just, I don't know. Like I, I have felt that like there's this thing that connects us and I, I don't know how to get rid of that. Exactly. Well, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. You. I went through my garage more, I mean, yesterday. Listen, I, yeah. I'm telling you, you've got to do it. And and there's something. I don't know if you started dressing differently, thinking. There's something with the physical that you let go of. You have to go back to that you. I don't know if it's a certain way you feel. You're going to get it. This is the month to pause, plan, and prepare. So you need to pause. It's going to be. Oh my God. I used to wear this. I don't know. could be pants, mm. clothes, something. It's something that you used to do before him that you've let go of. Okay. I'm hearing it. It keeps saying it over and over. So I don't know. It could be, you know, it, it could be anything. It could have been whatever it is. It's still in your, it's still in your energy field. And you have to see what you learned from him. You have to see the gift in it. Believe me, I dated mm, a borderline okay. narcissist for five years. Five, no, five no, God, no, not that long. Two and a half. felt like that long. Um, and, you know, we went to therapy. We did this and that. So I get it, but I see the gift. Yeah. I see the gift in the relationship. Don't like the person, person you know, on an ego, human level. But until you do right. that, you're stuck. And, and, you, and what it is is you're, 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 you're not letting anyone, any new in. So I don't know. Okay. It's scheduled. If, if he runs your schedule, you got to change that. You got to. I almost feel like you were stronger before something, and I don't mean arguing and being hmm. assert. I don't mean being aggressive or like he's not going to tell me what to do. It's kind of a quiet, calm strength of like. Let's say you say, "Well, you know, you guys agree. Okay, you're picking up the kids at four, and." Mm-hmm. It's five and he's not around and you want to go to the store. You go to the store. You don't wait. You uh-huh. wait till four fifteen or four thirty. You don't wait till five or six. And then when he's upset, you say, "Well, you said four and I had some things to do. Next time, if you're running late, please let me know." See, you have to reclaim your mm-hmm. life right now. He's and your your dad had some of this too to say. So he's too much in your energy field that you're not truly fully you to attract a compliment to you. Okay. See what I'm saying? So don't get so wrapped up in his stuff or in the drama of it all. Kind of. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I said, you have the boundary. You have the agreement is you get me, get amongst the kids on Saturday, but not Sunday, or because I have plans. If you leave the house, you do something. Now, I'm not saying it's Mm -hmm. a game. If if some Saturday you want to let him take the kids and it's fine. Then do it, but you you're too much still in him. In that you're still it's too you're still too enmeshed in each other's energy field. Okay. Oh my gosh. You are much you more. Let him go. <laughs> no, it's a te- no, it's not. Let it's just 
you're you're still you're still acquiescing to him. You're still involved with him too much at the at the expense okay. of, of your life and what you need and want. All right, sweetie, I hope that helps. Yeah. There are also tools on my website that can help you. All right, much peace. Okay, because thank you so much. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call, Michelle. Okay, hi, who is this? My name is Catherine, and I'm calling from New York. Hi, Catherine. Welcome. What's your question? Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I have a person I've just recently started dealing with. Um, it's for business. And I'm wondering, um, his name is David, and I'm wondering if it would be a good idea to connect him um, with people I know and if um, a deal is struck between them, would I be paid or might he try to, like, underhand Wait. Him? Yeah, either you have a pattern with that or he has something with this. I'm hearing to wait. I I don't feel you know him well enough yet, and I feel he needs Uh, to contribute more to you. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And give me his first name again. David. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting it again. Wait. Yeah, I'm getting he needs to do more for you or contribute more to you, and then you can see where it goes. Does show collaboration, right. but I, I, I'm. It does show collaboration, but I'm definitely seeing, hearing caution and and wait. Right, maybe get um a contract first from him before I go doing anything. Oh, absolutely, yeah, uh, absolutely get a call. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Catherine, oh, thank, keep it thank you. It, okay, let us know how it all goes. All right. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello. Hello, you're on hello? air. Three, four, seven. Yeah, you're on air. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Oh, hi, this you're is... on Awakenings with Michelle. Oh, hi, this... hi. Hi, this is Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi. Um, I wanted hi. to ask about um money or employment. Um, I've applied for some positions that I think would interest me. And um, Ooh, I'm wondering about, yeah, I'm wondering about it. And um, I think some was um, like at the actual office and I think some was, I think, remote. And I'm just wondering, you know, about, you know, getting back, you know, out physically outside and stuff like that. So this is wondering about that. I can only speak for me. I've been outside, out and about. Um, yeah, so it's been okay. I, you know, I can't. No, I go outside. I just mean like as far as employment, meaning just getting oh, no, back and I've been inside nine to five. I've even been in. I've like been, the, yeah, I've even been. Yeah, I feel you'll be you'll be fine. I do feel like you're you're coming up in a job that you're going to really like. By the way, I feel like there's a good rapport. Um, with the people that you're working with, so I do feel like there's something that's about to manifest for you on a on a uh, career level, destiny level, but that has to do with your job, where you're really mm-hmm. going to feel like you are doing what you really want to do. You're going to feel a sense of comfort. 
Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking for. I definitely would love to um, possibly have something permanent, you know, in a positive environment and then doing something I'm interested in doing. Yeah, well, that's coming up for you. I would definitely say. Well, happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank All right. you. Yeah. Me, Katie. You're so welcome. Thank you. Because. Bye-bye. Hi, welcome oh. to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. It's Hello. Kathy. <laughs> hey, Hello. Can you hear me? Hey. <laughs> I can hear you. Hi. Hi. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to make it quick because I know you have to get to the um, the guest. So I had a very interesting dream that I wanted to tell you um, and see if you can, you know, interpret it for me. Um, so pretty much the dream was about me. Um, it was me, my cousin, and my daughter. And it was like, you know, kind of warm outside, whatever. And we got up off the porch because we were going to go back toward uh, behind the house in order to get something. So as we're walking, like right in the driveway area, there are literally a bunch of dogs, like pure white. I believe they were huskies because they looked like um, they looked like wolves, but I could tell that they were domesticated. But they were all asleep. Mm-hmm. They were just all asleep in like a long row, just pure white. That's all I saw. That's all you would see. So we go and we're just like, stop. Like, oh my God. Like, look at all these dogs and they're just laying there just peacefully. And I remember I turned to my cousin and like behind her, there's like a little table and there are two puppies. The same, you know, the same dogs, but they were puppies, like, just curled up, laying on the corner of the the table. And I was like, they look so cute. Like, I just remember, like, I was just in awe. So, anyway, we have to go past these dogs in order to get to the back of the house. So, I'm sitting there talking to my cousin, and I'm like, how are we going to do this? Like, what the heck? Like, if we try to walk, these dogs are probably going to, like, eat us up or something. So before I could really even, like, do anything, my daughter, like, she walks ahead of me. Like, she goes and she's walking, and, like, two of the dogs that are in front get up, and they, like, smell her and everything as she's walking, and they just let her go. So me and my cousin are still standing there, like, kind of afraid, like, okay, what are we going to do? And I remember looking at my cousin, I was like, you know what, go for it. So I just, like, Mm. I'm saying to myself, you know, um, you know, I know dogs can smell fear. So I'm, like, breathing in, you know, courage, exhaling fear. This is what I'm saying to myself, like, in the dream, you know. And so, like, I did that three times, and then I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. So I go, and I'm walking, and then, again, those two dogs, they smelled me, and then they let me go. So I'm walking, but I'm trying to go as slow as possible because I'm trying not to wake up these other dogs. But at the same time, I'm, like, in awe because they're all laying in, like, these, like, three rows, and they're just, like, curled up very peaceful. And I remember as I'm walking, I, like, turn because something was like, look. And I turn and, like, right to my left, when I looked, there were two dogs that were there. One was black and one was, like, a multicolor. I didn't see them before, but they were, they came out of the blue. And I was like, what the heck? Okay. And I just kept walking. Long story short, I ended up getting to the back of the the backyard. So, you know, I'm standing there with my daughter, and I'm like, okay, yay, you know, we made it, whatever, whatever. And then I realized, like, my cousin is not with me. So when I turned around, she was still in the same spot that we that had, we had just left. 
And I'm like trying to motion wow. her, like, come on, like, go, come on, it's okay. And she, like, she was so, like, her eyes were, like, so big. And she was just like, no, I'm not having any of this. And she literally turned and, like, ran. Like, she was like, no, I'm not doing oh, it. Oh, my God. And then I, like, woke okay. up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that was. So you much just gave me a confirmation because I, yeah. Well, no, because I one of the things I want to do through Union is a is a dream class and then also a dream series. Oh, that your okay. dream is so rich with 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 symbolism. Now, first of all, there's three rows. How many dogs in a row do you remember? It was a lot of them. I can't even tell you. They went from but three the, like, rows the front of the driveway all the way to the back, but it was three rows. The old, the part that I okay. didn't mention was, oh. like I said, it was hot outside, but they were laying on top of snow and ice, three rows, snow and ice. Okay. And so, yeah. um, okay, like, I got to dive in because this is a long dream. There's just so much here. I know, I'm, I'm sorry, gonna give you I'm the sorry. Tr- I can save it. <laughs> but you're in, wait, you're on, you're in my Patreon too, right? Yes, I am, and I'll see you on in the group. Okay, (laughs) yeah, see me on Saturday, and I'll go even even into more detail. But this dream is just rich. First of all, I would say look up dogs. Dogs have a lot to do with loyalty, trust, um, new things that are coming in that you can trust. But it's also about our intuition and our instinctual awareness. Dogs are very telepathic. Um, they get telepathic messages and give them to us all the time, but they teach us about our in- trusting our instinct, our instinctual awareness, our body awareness, and our intuition. Mm-hmm. So, of course, your daughter went. So, in the dream, a dream when other people represent parts of are, are the people that we know, but they're also since everything's interconnected, parts, parts of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, your daughter, mm-hmm. of course, she's going to go first, right? And your cousin mm-hmm. is representing the part of you that's still kind of lagging behind, and you probably are seeing that she's not changing. You're you're going through a lot of growth. You did my tarot course. You're doing Patreon. You know, you're you're really growing in the fullness of your being and connecting to your higher self and living more and more from your soul, right? So right. And you're having to, these fears that are coming up, but you're seeing that as you walk by it, all that happens is a is a smelling things like a test, just smelling right. you. The dogs, when they smell you, it's just getting to know you. So there's something right. about these gifts. And, of course, the three, body, mind, spirit, inner masculine, mm. inner feminine, and what, and what is then manifested. So these dogs, dogs right now, I would say, are your big time, your spirit animal, um, you know, connect to the animal spirit of dog medicine is guiding you yes. into this deeper level of your instinctual awareness, your body wisdom, your intuition, and your gifts to manifest something. So it's about trust oh, wow. and loyalty and, and letting that, that young part of you, the, the instinctual, the spontaneous, the inner child, go forward. It's safe to go forward. It's safe to go on the path that you're going on. Yeah, very powerful arc. It doesn't surprise me with all the inner work you're doing and all the, and how you're connecting more to your gifts. Our higher self will do that. You know, spirit, our higher self, through the, our inner psyche, will give us archetypal messages through our dreams. Will will show us where we're at and what we need to focus on and or integrate. So very oh powerful. Um, yeah. 
It's so read up on doggy. When I woke up, I was yeah, like, oh my very God. powerful. That was like yeah, that, yeah that's what amazing. I love. Why I love dream therapy. That I love doing dream yeah. therapy and dream analysis. It's so and it ties into it all ties in together. It's art. It's the archetypal images. And remember, dogs came from wolves. So it's about yes. pack. It's about family. It's about community. But it's also about individuality. Mm-hmm. Wolves are, you know, they're fiercely loyal, just like doggies. Um, but they're also mm-hmm. very in, they're interdependent. They can be independent, but they can be have a healthy dependence on the group and contribute. So I would also say right. you're probably connecting more about to with your soul tribe. Okay, oh, wow. I think I'm waiting for a okay, yeah. yeah, that's really deep. <laughs> Thank you so much. I know it's a lot. So write it out what I shared with you. But read up mm-hmm. on dog, dog medicine. Find as much as you can and see what you connect to with the energy of dog. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. All Let's right. See. I'll see you Saturday. See you Saturday. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Got a lot of callers not seeing the guest yet. Um, hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Uh, hi, this is Kate. Hey, thank you. I um, have a lot of changes coming up soon, and um, but I am I feel positive about them, and um, but something in my unconscious is still I'm a, you know I have anxiety about it because I keep waking up around four thirty or five in the morning, and uh, with kind of a list of in my head of things everything I have to do or who knows. What's waking me up? Okay. And do I would say what you need to do is um, journal what you're feeling, and sometimes the and or just wake up when you wake up, just sit Uh in your bed and say, "What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What's coming up for me?" Because very often Uh it's it's a it's a um, message through your body wisdom that there's something that needs to be processed. It could be mental, Mm. you know, could be thoughts. Mm -hmm. But before you go to that next level, and sometimes it's just owning up, oh, I'm kind of fearful, or this is taking a lot. Like the other, like months ago, I had so much going on, launching stuff, all this stuff, and I had a lot of, oh, I, yeah. I could feel it, just overwhelm. And I would just sit and go, okay, just do one thing. And then you'll find a reason. It's like, okay, you have to put this all to this day. Today you're only doing the three things. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. You know, like the three new things on top of everything else. So that's a little warning. It's like a little wake up, you know, from that part of you that's saying, okay, we got to look at this right now. Again, everyone, and I'm so glad that you, you know, asked this question, Kate. It's That's the pausing I'm talking about. We, we have to be in better dialogue with our body-mind system, with our vehicle for source mm-hmm. expression, the, the vehicle for the soul. So uh, one way of doing that is just pausing and what do I feel, what's going on, without judgment, and then, okay, yeah, it is scary, or I've got a lot going on, or it's very overwhelming. This is what overwhelm feels like. Try to get into the detached observer, like the, the spontaneous mm. part of you. The, like, like, because what's happening is the soul is experiencing this. The soul goes, oh, anxiety, oh, depression, okay. Yeah. The human, it's like, oh, my God, I'm this and that and this and that. No, okay, get a little curious. Okay, wow, that's over. That's, ooh, that's what overwhelmed feels like. Yep, yep, overwhelmed. I am over. What do I need to do? Ask your higher self. 
I feel like mm-hmm. the reason you're getting woken up at that time is because there's no other time during the day to get the message through. Mm. So your higher self, yes, is saying, okay, if, which is you. Your higher self is you. It's saying to the human you, the little self, okay, we wake her up at this time. She's going she's gonna to call into <laughs> Michelle and ask the question. <laughs> when, we do it, when we do it 8 in the morning or when we do it when she's eating dinner or lunch, no, she's not hearing us. Nope, got to wake her up. Wake her up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kate, keep us posted. And do you feel good, though? You feel good about the yeah. move? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel it's all good. It's just a lot. It's just a lot on the human level. Okay. We got to re- recall, you know, this energy pattern, everyone, is not going away to learn to adapt to it, which means, like I said, back in the old days, we had a lot of external boundaries. You know, oh, sorry, it's closed. Can't call in now. Only from this time. Everything's open. The energy, everything's buzzing mm-hmm. now. We've got a lot of buzzy mm-hmm. energy. That's that Uranus and Taurus. So, and there's other aspects too, too. You know, so you can look at it astrologically, neurologically, whatever, the psychic channel, however, whatever. It's buzzy, buzzy energy. We have to apply. The, our healthy boundaries. We have to tune within that's and be honest one. with ourselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's not, and that's the new paradigm. Is Aquarius has your own boundaries, yeah. yeah, and self responsibility. Right. You know, showing right. So we have, you know, and it, believe me, I kind of not struggle, but I'm playing with it too. It's like the other day, I'm like, well, am I a slacker? Right? Am I slacking? Am I? Pro-? And then I looked and I thought, God, Michelle, did you see everything that you've done? Watch mm. your, your Vikings on net, on Amazon that you want to watch. Watch three episodes. Go do it. Come on, girl. And then I did it. And I, thought, <laughs> I got up, and then I had amazing sessions. I got so much done. And I'm like, who says I have to get up at a certain time and do certain, certain, certain? You know? Yeah. I, it's like, yeah. Right. so that's, yeah, we, we're changing it up. Mm-hmm. We're changing it up. So, you know, it's just we're in. We're in the change. Yeah, and my sleep patterns have changed to early, earlier morning in general. A big difference. Yeah, I, I was yeah, more of a night owl. I've been a night owl my whole life, and now it's changing. Yeah, to... I, I shifted that with that as well. I'm getting up really, really mm. early, doing stuff. But then I also have some space, and I'm like, well, what? You know, it's like kind of like okay, everyone, maybe you want to eat the dessert before the entree. I guess what? You probably can, yeah. okay? There's no one watching, especially if you're an adult. Yeah. There's no one, you know, there's no food police. But we have that in our <laughs> mind. So we're breaking those patterns, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just found out all my life I have not liked breakfast. And personal trainers, mm-hmm. nutritionists, when I had a thyroid issue, they were like, oh, you got to eat the meal, you got to get the – the energy going yeah. in the body and get, now guess what? No. There's all this research. No, no. It's healthier Intermittent fasting. To. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I did it naturally. And I'm like, oh, my God. All those experts that tried to be, uh-huh. and I would never follow it anyway. I would try it, and I'm like, I am not hungry right now. I do not want to eat right now. You too. Yeah. So you get it. Yeah. So you're just busting that. Let us know. Call in next week. Let us know how it works out when you ask. Okay. That question at that time in the morning. All right. I sure will. Thank you. So All right, much. sweetie. I'll keep Take good care. Okay. Bye. Okay. Let's wait for our guest. 
All right, everyone, it's time for our Awakening Dialogue. We have our Awakening guest today, Deborah Silberman, astrologer, author, and psychotherapist. We're going to be talking about her latest book, The Missing Element, Inspiring Compassion from the Human Condition. I kind of want to hear the astrology on that. Is there something up? We've been talking about heart energy. We've been talking about, which we associate that with compassion. Um, actually going to call her on my call. Let's see. Because a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of listeners. So you want to go, to, if you want to check her out, please do. I've been yeah, I couldn't, I wasn't getting, hello, are you here? Are you on the other I, line? I wasn't getting you in the queue, so. I was there. Uh, yeah, was not seeing you, so I, I texted Sadie, and she said, oh, she's in, in line. So for some reason, your number wasn't calling, uh, showing up, so I'm, I'm calling you from my phone. All right. Yeah. So let me see, just make sure everybody can hear us. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Good, good, good. All right, Deborah. So let's jump in. I know you were on the show a few years ago um, and love the work that you're doing. want to hear just a little bit about how you, I know you went to astrology at one point, kind of had your own wake-up call as to what you're meant to be doing. Um, so just if you would share a little bit of that with the listeners before we dive in deeper with your book. And I want to also connect into the astrology of this human um, condition, compassion also. Great. So the question is, ask me the question again. Yeah, so the first one, I just want to know a little bit about how you got on your path, maybe your first awakening, and how you got on your path. I mean, I know I read, you know, that you went to an astrologer, but what was it that that person said to you that you kind of had an aha moment? Really, honestly, my first, it's so crazy. My first awakening was very young at 15 that I left my body and I went way up and out and was directly communicated that this life was not what it appeared to be. I was so young. It's kind of a crazy story. Came back out of the dentist chair with tears running down my face and the dentist apologized. And then he was like, I was like, no, it wasn't pain. I just realized that this life is not what it appears. And I had a very profound awakening. And then he wrote down the Michigan Metaphysical Bookstore and said, go tell the, thank God the dentist knew, go tell the woman at the counter what you just told me, which was that everything is nothing and it's not what it appears and it's all dependent on your point of view. And then my mom was like, we are not going to the Michigan Metaphysical Bookstore. So then the next year, I was only 15. Right, right. At 16, I could finally drive myself, went to the dentist, and the exact same thing happened again. And this time I drove myself to the Michigan Metaphysical Bookstore, and that began my journey of reading metaphysical books and realizing that there was a different reality than what was presented to us as this illusion has multiple levels, as we all know. And I became at a very young age, like I lightened up. I didn't take life so serious. It became funny. And even though my life had been very painful and I had a very difficult childhood, that lightening, that opportunity to come up and out of my body freed me up from being bound. And that was the entrance of my spirituality. And then very quickly, it's just probably at 17, I found astrology. So my path was carved out at a yeah. young age, and very deliberately I was directed to become a psychologist. I have a master's in clinical psychology, and I followed every instruction, and it's led now to where I have 
50 employees, all women, and I run an astrology school across the world. So it's crazy how it started off with a, a dentist office chair, yeah. <laughs> and then it took me all the way to the future where I am now teaching astrology across the world, lots and lots of people. Yeah, amazing. Well, it's weird because dentist, dentistry, the teeth represent beliefs, the Saturn, and that's our, that's our, our beliefs, the teeth, oh, and also... Right, higher consciousness. If you were getting any, you know, work done, you know, you're expanding in consciousness. Well, yeah, um, Saturn oh, rules rules the teeth, and my whole system is built on Saturn. I really believe firmly that our destiny oh. is described in the chart by Saturn, and my whole school is based on Saturn. So that's a good point. Saturn Ooh. rules the teeth, and the dentist was the opening. Yeah, I love that. Um, now, um, Deborah, give us your um, how people can reach you for your school because I know a lot of people will be interested. Just kind of, I know they, they'll go they to your just, site, but there's three yeah. words: DebraSilvermanAstrology.com, and there's a wait list. The school only opens twice a year in September and in January, but we have a new online, like a continued ed program called MeetThePlanets.com. Anybody can okay. go free, free to sign up to meettheplanets.com. And we're starting to teach low-hanging stars, I call it, like little classes, like little mini classes. Instead of doing the school, you really do become an astrologer. And I really train people, and they are certified, and they get successful, and they make a lot of money, and they really do learn how to make a business out of astrology. But this new oh, program, meet, meettheplanets.com, is a very simple way to, like, the first class in June is just meeting the planets. So to your point about Saturn ruling the teeth, we look at all 10 planets over one hour a week and ask what planet in this lifetime is directing your path because Saturn has definitely been directing mine. Yeah, mine as well. <laughs> Similar to the wrong age. But one of my metaphysical teachers said, Michelle, you're in a, you got a carved out path. You're in a groove. He, he described it as like this groove and then he goes you can move a little this way a little to the left a little to the right but you can't get out of the groove you, me too you me can't too. Get it. <laughs> oh deborah oh my gosh um i love that though i love that story because i i'm finding more, more people are and later in life are kind of having a similar story you know as as to us i would say where certain things just keep coming to them you know or certain opportunities or suggestions or door, certain doors keep closing, closing, and, and they're wondering, you know, they're realizing and wondering, is my life changing? Or I think my life, I'm going in a new direction. Let me ask you, how did you know to listen? I mean, I love it that you went the second time. It's like if you're 15, you couldn't go because you're well, I, had, I honestly, I, yeah, I had a cavity. I didn't really get a vote. But the thing is, the new age is here. This is what we've all been waiting mm-hmm. for. The future, the future has arrived. So everyone is being asked to let go of the old world. We are at the end. We're at. We're, I always tell everybody we're in hospice. Like there is an ending of an old pattern that made us bound to expectations and normalcy. Normal is setting on the dryer, and there's no more room for us to play that game. So everyone is face to face with illusions of pretending. So there's not, a, there's not a single person. Of course, there's cycles. Of course, Saturn comes and hits at 28 and at 30. But the truth is, the cycles are hitting you all the time. If you're listening to this now and you're in one of those really difficult times or really exciting times, that's because you're getting ready to be part of this new age, which is currently asking you to step away from should or have to or what you were expected to do. There's no more expert in the as you know, breaking the rules, being authentic, not following, and flee into your own truth. So 
welcome to the earth. It's so, I, I can't believe we're in 2021 and the world has changed to the degree it has. Yeah. Somebody was saying today, company, they were like, where is the building that that company lives in? I said, no one lives in a building anymore. They live in cyberspace. But let's get with the <laughs> We don't live in buildings. We don't have headquarters. We don't have any kind of home lines. We all live inside a computer. Yeah. Boy, that is so true. Yeah. And it's, you're right. The, the, yeah, things breaking down to move in a new direction. Um, and Saturn, I guess, is that building block. So is it still, I mean, in the new direction, we're still, I mean, we're building through Saturn, I guess. It's not so much that we're building at the moment. I feel like there's destruction. The 2020. Yeah, more the destruction. Yeah, it's a destruction of the old structure, and now there'll be freedom if we're allowing it. Like, you can look at your life and you can see that the insecurity you're living with or the vulnerability or the lack of knowing where we're going or will we be able to travel again, will we be able to go back to school, when will the weddings, and all that, the old world is yeah, dying. And dying, the new one yeah. Has, and, it's, and it's so hard to talk about because it's scary. It's scary. But we are building that we are, yeah, it's both of breaking down and doing trying the new way, even if it, we don't know how it's going to work. You know, it's going to work, of course, but we don't know that because we haven't been living it, right? <laughs> um, but when you're being out, it's breaking up a little bit, uh, Deborah, and to speak up a little in the chat. Okay. 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 Now let me ask, is it breaking up still? No, no, I can perfectly. It's perfectly clear. Okay. Okay, I guess just in the chat for some reason, or people aren't hearing it. Yeah, you sound clear, too, on mine. Let's okay. see how it goes. This is just an example. Static on yeah. the airwaves. Welcome to planet Earth. Nothing. Yeah. Like today, my friend, put, instead of putting diesel in my car, he put gas. And so now he's going to, like, if there's more things, like yesterday, the electricity broke in my house. I just find it all somewhere. Oh, this is what I learned on that nitrous experience. Oh, my this God. Is, this is an illusion. And if you can keep your heart open... And stay in light and find someone to call to be able to hold your hand. Stay close, people, right now. We're getting caught in cyberspace. We're losing contact. My whole life's work and my experience with astrology is how do I bring back to you in the comfort of who you are, in the naturalness of your own authentic self so that you don't get caught in anxiety and fear yeah. and nervousness and feeling like you're disconnected and antisocial. And all those things are symptoms. I think it's right. 5G. Like, there's so much energetics that are running through your house right now between electricity and EMTs, the quality of people who live inside of a computer. We're, like, we're being looked into AI. We don't even know what's happening to us. Yeah. Uh, Hadash in the ch- chat is saying, I feel disconnected at this moment. Yeah. It's, um, you know, Deborah, I'm going to have you, if you can, on your other phone or your this phone, Call in. Um, yeah, back I into. I think huh? I think I have a landline that I was. That's what I was holding up. You want me to call for the landline? Yeah, with the landline because it's yeah, the it's good old landline. Yeah, that's good. good I love it. I love it. Yeah, if you would call in, um, that would be great. And then okay, um, I love what right we're now. sharing. Okay, okay, sounds good. All right, everyone, she's gonna call back in. Oh, I'd love everything that she's sharing. Yeah, Hadash, a lot of people feeling disconnected right now. Um, and as Deborah is saying, you know, it is this 
Saturn is holding our feet to the fire, so to speak, holding us in, a, in structures that are dissolving, but to create new, new structures, new ways of being. But it is bringing in um, a lot of fear and anxiety. You know, a lot of people waking up in the middle of the night, what's going on, because we know, we feel it and know that the old is breaking up. You know, just like this past, just like it was breaking up in the, um, <laughs> right now in the interview, it was breaking up to, you know, couldn't hear. Let's see, I'm going to have her call back in. I don't know where, where she is. Okay, let's see. All right, Deborah. Well, I couldn't see her. Her her um her number wasn't showing up and now I don't see it either. Let's see. Deborah, are you online? I don't see an eight zero eight zero eight. Okay, let's uh um, if you're waiting for a reading, please press 1 on your keypad. Or, Deborah, if you're on air, please press 1 on your keypad. I'm not seeing you. Here I Hello, am. Welcome to Awakening. There you are. Oh, I just saw it. I just used, used my intuition. <laughs> Aren't we glad that worked out? I know, yes, because I didn't have that number. <laughs> I'm like, there's so many callers waiting in the queue, and I'm like, okay, I think it's, I feel it, I feel it's this one. Let's go. Good guess. Um, you got the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So let me ask you this um, missing element, comp- yeah. compassion for the human condition. I feel like what you were just sharing a bit astrologically that this may be, in a way, I know it hasn't been for me, the, the savings grace, so to speak, because if we're too ju- judgmental, we're stretched too thin, somehow we have to figure a way to how do we deal with what we're all going through. It's the mind you know that's feeling. I agree with you completely. But, I mean, compassion for me makes everything soft. It's like, what would you rather do? Live in pain and guilt and shame and judgments and be grumpy, which we were built for. The default of the human condition is to go to negativity. Like, look at gravity. It makes yeah. your boobs hang. It makes your tummy hang. It makes everybody hang. Like, <laughs> everything falls down. That's just how it goes down here. Yeah. The older you get, the more grumpy we get. Like, I'm so tired. Oy, yeah. Now what do we have to do? So to choose compassion, to choose lightness, to mm. choose humor, to choose love, it's a muscle. Mm, that's interesting. It, so you're like a workout. You have to you work out. So you have to consciously choose that. Start choosing this. Like just imagine. So something goes wrong. The first impulse. It happens to me. It just happened to me with my car. The first impulse is you idiot. And then the next mm-hmm. thing is hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. That's me. I'm. There's only one of us here. I'm talking to myself. I'm not an idiot. I just made a mistake. I didn't read the directions. Please be nice to me. There comes the compassion. And if we were all good at it, Mm. like we were all, instead of being, instead of gravity taking our boobs down, if aging took our heart up, oh, my God, grandpa and grandma Mm. could be so wise to say kind things to us. So it's a practice. I I practice, I, I actually practice compassion all day long. 
How do you, okay, because it's so obviously always synchronistic. I just had a similar experience this morning. I had to pause and go, wait, Michelle, wait a minute. Come on, you work, why are you pushing yourself to do this? You work for yourself. You have the time to do, you know, I was like bullying my, do this, do that. And I was like, okay, wait a minute, calm down here. Okay, you want to hear so how I how practice compassion? Yes, you're you're going to love this. So, you know what I did the whole time Trump was in office, every day? Mm-hmm. I watched him, I studied his chart, and I made myself be nice to him. Mm-hmm. Every single wow. day. I kept, my practice was kindness to Trump. And I got mm-hmm. good at it, not really good at it. The very beginning I had a dream. I had multiple dreams about him. But one of the dreams was we were sitting at lunch, and he came in the room, and everyone in the room was, like, reacting to him. And I just stared at him. I felt myself really wanting to judge him. And I was like, Deborah, And I didn't say anything in that first dream. I just got quiet. And then mm-hmm. as time has gone by, I became more and more practiced at staying neutral. Mm. So there's a neutrality to compassion then? A hundred percent. Observing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what the book is about. The book is you take a test in the middle of the book and you find out what your missing element is. So is it water, air, earth, or fire? Which of your personality traits is running low? So is it hard for you to cry? Mm. That's water running low. Is it hard for you to communicate? That's air running low. Is it hard for you to organize and clean and do practical things? That's earth running low. Is it hard for you to have fun and be able to giggle? That's fire running low. So you figure out your missing element. That's the first step. What am I missing? Then you get compassionate. You go, oh, my God, it's so true. I hate cleaning. And then the compassion comes with, okay, I'm going to practice. I'm going to cultivate my missing element in the name of Mm. compassion for my silly humanness that doesn't like this thing. So you learn to cultivate, and then suddenly the system balances. That's the game of the missing. That's my book. My book is you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on my website. It's just as, and I've, it's got five stars. The book, it's crazy that people have loved it because it's simple, practical practice. First of all, you named it, compassion for yourself. Don't be mean to Michelle, not in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your friends exactly. would never well, want to hear how you talk to yourself. Exactly. And I was like, boy, come on. You know, then it shifted. I thought, God, where, where's this like rule book in my head? Um, but I love that you've tied in the elements. I love, that's the whole book. That, the whole book is based on the elements. Yeah, I love that. Oh, my God. Yeah, the I whole book is – so you don't need to know any astrology at all. The book is simply you take the test in the front of the book, you figure out your missing element, and the next thing you know, you can balance out your system. And I'm telling you, people's lives change. Like, oh, my God, my energy's back. I didn't know I was missing fire, and I wasn't having fun. Oh, I didn't know I was missing water, so I didn't know how to relax and be quiet. Mm. Love that, love that. And it's so true because now it puts that person in the causal point. There's something you can do. It's not so heavy. You can kind of just oh, it's super tap easy. into, yeah, super easy, super light. Homework. There's oh, directions. Yeah. There's very concrete. In each chapter, there's a story. Like here's my favorite story. So the first chapter is about water. And I interviewed a man who I fell in love with who was a fireman for 25 years in New York City. On, literally, on September 9, 2001, he retired. 
On September 11th, Mm. he was flying out of New York City to come to Hawaii, where I live half the time, and he looked out the window and he saw the World Trade Center on fire, and that was his district for the last 25 years, the exact area. So the plane landed, he got in the car, he drove from Ohio where the plane landed back to New York City and found out that everyone, including the guy that took his job, was dead. And so the chapter begins with compassion. Now, how is he? How is he going? Water. Wow. This is sensitivity okay. and water. How is he? And then he, what did he do? He became a yoga teacher after he did a lot of healing with me, worked with me, and then went and moved, left New York, moved, got married. He now lives in, I want to say, Thailand. But he learned how to cry. This was a man who had, it's funny because he was a fireman mm. and he's in the water chapter. But so, so each chapter has a story of a, masterful example of human and how they had to grow that element and he had to learn how to cry. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and being a fireman you kinda of tune you know, learn to kinda of turn that part off, you know. Exactly. Um you know, you don't want to feel too much. Wow, that is what a story. And so how do you I guess it's through the elements. You guide someone, whether through the book or the people you're working with um, how do you guide them to to the elements and also what to do within that element? Is there? Well, it's so simple. The thing about the book is there is zero. Honestly, there is zero astrology mm-hmm. in the book. So the missing element is mm-hmm. simply take this little test, figure out your missing element, read that chapter grow that element and watch your life change. And I'm not saying it like from like, this is going to change your life, but it will change your life. It really, like my greatest delight this life has been getting letters from people saying, I had no idea the elements had this much power. Yeah. Well, it does. I mean, alchemically, I can see. I mean, this is just amazing. Because usually it's everything. It's that part that's missing. Yeah, it's everything. We need to integrate that part Whatever it is. It's the indigenous. Think about I'm, I'm, Yes, exactly. I live in Hawaii, and I've studied hula for years, and you cannot do hula. You cannot learn about the ancient practice of astrology without learning the four elements, really. You, the four noble mm-hmm. truths from the Buddhists. Like this four element, the four directions from the American Indians, the magician in the tarot deck, the first thing in the deck is learn the four elements, said the magician, or you can't play down here on earth. Yeah. And what's powerful, too, is this is puts it in the hands of the person because there's a lot of different ways to access these elements or element that's missing within us to access and integrate it. It's, it's very, you know, tangible. You can see, once you know what they are, you can see, you know, what you need to do or what you need to integrate. Yes, yes, but you can't you see it if you don't know the language. That's the part of the book. You've got to go yeah. learn the elemental conversation. It's waiting for you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ancient. It's timeless. Mm-hmm. It's been waiting. And it's so simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like, like here it. we are. We're doing air, you and I. We're just talking, blah, 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 blah. I love it. I love talking. I'm a Gemini. So I'm built for air. But if I talk too much and I don't apply it, and I don't actually, like, so the car breaks down or you have that morning. And if I can't say to my, like, put it into live time and I just listen to spirituality and listen to radio shows and podcasts, it has to be applied. That's earth. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Deborah, that seems to be key right now. I feel like these tools, I, I know I've been 
saying this to people that I work with. I'm going to get your take on this. We have to apply. You know, it's, it's like the days of just doing courses just because it was kind of fun or interesting are over. You know, just meeting for lunch and talking spirituality. It's like you've got to, I love it, you've got to apply it now. <laughs> right? Yes, that's that's what the kids are counting on. That's why I love that girl Greta Sternberg who's double earth. She's screaming at us. Yeah. Stop talking. She what is. are you going to do about this? And here's the deal. Here's how you change the climate problem. Here's how you change the problem with the economy. Here's how you change the problem with the is you do it inside of you. Go take care of your money. Yeah. Go take care of your health. Go take care of your well-being. You take care of you, and when you're healthy, you'll find the way back to taking action. But first things first. And if you guys need help, mm-hmm. that's what I do for a living. I, I have so much fun watching. Like, I just talked to this guy wrote me. His wife came back to life. She took the astrology class. She was completely depressed. She was suicidal. She found her chart. She discovered she had all this Scorpio. It was not a bad thing that she was so deep and dark. It was her gift of understanding Mm. psychology. And suddenly her whole life changed. And the husband writes me and says, I don't know how to say thank you. She's back. Oh, gosh, it's beautiful. Time for people to do that. We've got a big reset, you know, time to use that energy and find out what we're really about, you know, what are our gifts and And actualize them. Come come study with us. Come learn. Come apply your practice. You can't just do it in listening. You've got to go study. I sometimes feel like I should be selling Windex. Like, I'm going to help your brain. This is air. Come study (laughs) astrology where you spray the inside of your head and you clear out all the cobwebs. Oh gosh, Deborah. Well, sorry about the whatever happened with this. Couldn't get you on, and whatever the break. I don't know what was going on with the uh, phone, but it's it's clear now. Um, love to have you back again. Dive in whenever you can. Love what you're doing. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you for what you're again. doing. Thank you for celebrating oh, this and bringing what? this to people are listening to you because you're giving people hope and direction. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. And I get to meet amazing people like you. I mean, I love what you're doing. I really do. And I love you're making astrology accessible um, for people. You know, astrology and tarot, a little bit numerology, astrology and tarot really taking off right now. People are really opening up to that, you know, for, I, I think, not just outer guidance, but maybe if, I'm wondering if you're seeing this since you're, you know, pretty steeped in astrology, but to not just the outer world, but themselves you know, wanting to know more about themselves and navigate their own life, you know, more successfully. I don't know if you're seeing that trend or not. Oh, my God. My business is blowing up. Yeah. There's so many people yeah. looking for wisdom. And the stars and the tarot, I, I love the tarot. It's all based in astrology. They're best friends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're all coming together. We're all coming together. Oh, my God, Deborah, we've got to do this again. Um, love your energy. Thanks so much for doing what you're doing. Thanks so much for your patience on whatever's going on with the getting on here. Um, let's get the website. You're Deborah welcome. Silverman. My pleasure. Thank you. DeborahSilvermanAstrology.com. And then what was the other one? MeetThePlanets.com. If you guys want to come study astrology in bite-sized bits for free, just go to MeetThePlanets.com and we'll put you in the loop so we can share with you what the next class is that's coming up. Perfect. All right, Deborah, big hug to you, and thanks so much. I, gosh, I love what you said. It helped me with what I went through in my morning. I'm going to practice compassion. Compassion.
compassion. Um, yeah. Compassion. Thanks All right. So much. Thank you. Have you have a beautiful rest of your day. You too. Bye. All right, everyone. That was Deborah Silverman, astrologer, author, and psychologist. We were talking about her book, her book, The Missing Element, Inspiring Compassion for the Human Condition. All right. And go to DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Um, Hadish in the chat. Hello. Yes. I am doing a course on tarot and numerology. You can find out more about it by going to soulplayground.life. Go to the events um, and courses, workshops and events section. Um, If you're on Instagram, it's also in my link uh, there, my flow code under union courses and classes. So, yeah, that starts May 15th, and we're going to dive into tarot and numerology. All right, Radiant Soul Light, thanks so much for co-creating this with me. I do love you all so much and appreciate you all so much. Thank you so much also in the chat. Extra thank you to all of you. Till next time, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. And, P.S., if you did not get on air, call back tomorrow or call back next Wednesday, um, and we'll get your reading done. Okay? Continue to shine your light, share your insights. Lots of love and light. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?